2: Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st Century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. We're going to talk to Ryan Miller of ksl.com coming up here momentarily. He uh, covers the jazz. We'll see what he uh, thought about yesterday's uh, media availability with Dennis Lindsay.
0: Yeah, I thought what Dennis said uh, when he talked with us, and we talked to him about many of the same things that he covered in his uh, in his uh, uh, virtual uh, press conference. And it, I I thought he he really you know was talking good, strong common sense. I mean, I, he didn't say anything that I disagreed with. Did Did you hear anything?
2: No, no, I I think. No, I, I, I think Dennis uh, he got the message out there that he wanted to get out. And, uh, you know, now that things are moving a little bit, I think we needed to hear from somebody in the front office for the Jazz. Yeah. So it was good to hear from him yesterday. Yes,
0: indeed. Yep, it was. And he, he made it sound as though, not that I expected him to conflagrate anything, but he made it sound as though Donovan and Rudy would be just fine. Can what? What? what was that word? What does that mean? Beats me. Doesn't it mean
2: uh, like pouring gas on the fire? I, uh, I believe you. I've just never heard the word before. I mean.
1: Uh To catch fire or to set on fire would be the transitive verb.
2: Man, I hope I don't spontaneous, spontaneously conflaborate. Conflagrate. Conflagrate
1: not <laughs> conflagrate it's it's conflagrate
2: conflagrate there's okay all right Thank you, Gordon. I, I did not. I never heard that word before. All right, let's get And out.
0: no, we're not doing word of the day. No.
2: Let's get out of the Sprint <laughs> By special. By popular uh, demand,
0: I think we need to bring it back.
2: Out of the Sprint special guest line we go. Sp- uh, sprint. They make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Let's talk to another writer, see if he's heard of that word before. Joining us from KSL.com, he's our friend Ryan Miller. Uh, Ryan, have you ever heard the word? What What was it, Gordon? Did flagrate? You ever heard that word before?
3: Um, I heard it like four seconds ago when you guys are talking about it. That would be the first time.
2: <sighs> yeah, me too. Who knew, Gordon? I, hey, this is why I love working with you. I, I learn from you. Learn at the feet what of I the can. master. Yeah. Doing what I,
3: can. Hey, I was. I've always been taught to write for like a third to fourth grade audience. <laughs> so I stick by that? <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute, Ryan. That
0: doesn't mean you quit learning after the fourth grade, does it?
3: I uh, know, but it means that I don't have to like learn for to write for people who know more than that. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, write for the little guys and say, you know, you don't know a lot of these big words.
2: Ryan, you were at the or I guess at the media availability yesterday. You were online. I don't I don't know what how we describe <laughs> yeah. these things these days, but uh what kind of what was the biggest story to come out of that in your mind? Was it the uh, Rudy Donovan stuff?
3: I think that's obviously what everyone was most interested in. Um personally, I think it was the the stuff about reopening the practice facility. I think that was always the question we had. Are they going to do it on May 8th? And so, yeah, that was nice to hear that, like, okay, that's kind of the first step of that we might get some basketball soon. Obviously, we're probably months out at this point, but the fact that they're doing that, it makes it seem that we there's a hope. And I think that's the key word that even Dennis used. It's like, we can't cancel things yet. We because we want to give hope still. Like, maybe things will turn around. Maybe things will change. And so, yeah, them doing that gives gives everybody a little bit of hope that we might get sports back before the season is officially canceled.
0: Ryan, we talked with, uh, with Dennis after you guys did, and we did not bring this up with him. But did you get a sense for what guys in the front office and what the coaches are doing during this period of time? Did he say anything about that? Yeah, it was actually kind of fun.
3: Like, he, he kind of used it as a time it's like, you know what, we, we can, I, I've done a lot of film study, a lot of st- stat study, both on the current team, on the draft. Like, he actually pointed out that a lot of scouting these days isn't computer, and so like it hasn't really changed a lot of their draft preparations obviously they can't bring in the guys for individual workouts that have been so big for them in the last few years but i do think a lot of the times they can still kind of do what they normally done it just is a little weirder less personal um it, it sounded like they're doing zoom training sessions with the team every day Uh, What I thought was really interesting is he kind of pointed out that Quinn Snyder was the person that led the charge on the cookbook that they've been putting out. So I thought that was kind of fun. It's like a side of Quinn that you don't normally see. And he kind of lauded to – yeah, really just was proud of the fact that Quinn really was able to keep these guys together and stuff like that was obviously part of it. But, yeah, I don't think their job has changed significantly that much. Obviously, there's no basketball, but, yeah, you can – like just like us, we, you can go back to film. You can study guys from the draft, and like yeah, like there's a lot of stuff you can do to prepare for things, prepare for the season if it does start without necessarily being in the office every day for them.
2: You reference a, a season or at least a conclusion to a season, Ryan. You know, the first step obviously is to open up the the training facility so you can assemble the actual team. But what's the likelihood we get a conclusion of some sort to this season?
3: I mean, I, I, I kind of – I'm with Joe Engel. We said it a couple weeks ago. As long as this thing goes on, it just seems less and less likely that it's happening. And I know, like, you have a Korean baseball starting up and a few other things that have kind of popped up. And may, maybe there's a way, and I know they're exploring all the avenues. I Like, from the very get-go, everyone I've talked to has been very pessimistic about that. Just Like, there just doesn't appear to be an avenue for this to actually happen without a vaccine or without major testing available, and so I—I I don't know. I like me personally. I I would be stunned at this point if we do get them. But I do like how the NBA hasn't given up the fact that they're they're trying at least. But they don't want to end things and be like, okay, we're we're just going to move on till next year because it would be weird. We played sixty plus games and to not have a champion crowned after that or uh, some. Some conclusion after that it it's a weird feeling it's you don't like you look at the front office type of stuff. it's like you don't even know what you have like the jazz like they were up and down all year, but who knew what would have happened in the playoffs was this actually a team that they wanted to bring back next year? did they need major changes? so I think a lot of things it's just to clarify future stuff, you almost need a conclusion of the season, and so i like it it just it kind of throws everything in an upheaval if it doesn't happen. So if it
0: doesn't happen, then uh, is is the hope that it might happen still? What's going to back everything up, regardless of whether it's played or not?
3: Yeah, it's probably like like when do they finally just pull the plug on it? Is the big question. Like, is it coming August, July? Like when they just say, okay, we're we're approaching next year at this point. This isn't going to. We can't do this. But yeah, I, I don't know what the dates are going to be on free agency, on the draft, on everything. It's just it, 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 well, that's what's crazy about it. It's, it's, sometimes you can't think of it just as this season. It's it's everything. The NBA has kind of built itself as this 365 day league, and now they're really approaching a time that could very be very well be troubling because like just don't have time to do everything, and so I, I, yeah, I, you might have to plug, pull the plug faster than you initially want to just in order to keep hope for next year and so yeah the whole thing is nuts i know you guys have probably been your whole lives have been kind of thrown into a lot so is mine like i'm covering technology and religion these days (laughs) Um, outside of the random jazz presser so yeah everything is just weird it's different yeah we're all just kind of handling it the best we can
2: Ryan Miller from KSL.com is with us here on the big show on uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, we, we heard, and not to circle around to Rudy and Donovan again, but uh, we heard, of course, Dennis Lindsay's response and that they're going to be for professionals and move on. How important is uh, having, I guess, your two NBA pillars get along? Do you think that, I guess my question is, is this a bigger story than it really is?
3: I honestly, from the very get-go, I thought this was more just a narrative and an interesting thing to talk about when nothing else was happening. Um, I honestly think if something similar happens, but you have games being played, it kind of just gets pushed. It's a, it's a week-long story, and then it's over. Um, I think it might be a little worrisome, just because like it's like a friend thing. You, you have fights with your friends, you see them the next time, and everything's cool. Uh, If you don't see them, though, who knows things could just escalate, escalate, and, you know, soon you don't have that chance to just tug it out. But I honestly don't think it's that big of a story. Even if they don't get along that well, it's like like how many people in business and in the offices and in just any way of life haven't gotten along but have done great things together. Uh, So it could be one of those things. So I don't think it's a huge deal, but I also don't think they're – that at odds with each other either. I think it's really one of those things. They'll come back, they'll say say their pieces together, and everything will be just fine. I've never thought this was any more of just a a little dust-up Someone's a little frustrated, and they'll eventually get over it. Sometimes I forget that these people are human. And in Donovan's case, still a really young human. And so, like, how many times in colleges did we have beef with people, be it a classmate or a professor, that we got over in a matter of minutes or a And so that's probably all, all this is. Um, obviously, it's a little more serious. I saw it firsthand in New York and in Boston when the team really was taking it very seriously in the locker room. Like Again, Mike Conley washing his hands every five seconds before the game. and like Everyone had hand sanitizer. And Rudy, really you could tell even then, was not taking it seriously. And so I think that was just a little bit of a frustration thing. And, you know, people apologize, people make mistakes, and everything. everyone will move on in the end.
0: So now that you just said that, let's conflagrate it a little more, shall we? (laughs) If there was uh, some kind of rhubarb, uh, some back and forth uh, between those two, which of those two players, even within the construct of the Jazz, usually backing management and coaches, which of those two players
3: has the most power, do you think? Oh, man, power? I'm not sure if you, like, I would say, no, man, that's a, I I I would probably say Rudy because they've built the whole team around him, but then you gotta think of like Donovan, you have more years of control, he's probably gonna be a little cheaper. Um, maybe he's more of a guy that attracts more people in. So there's there's two ways to look at it, but they they've built the entire team around Rudy's abilities and so I don't think them they would just kind of throw that out the window in an instant. But I like yeah, like that all of that is speculation on that one, but I don't think they'll ever get to that point that it's that necessary. I think they both are pretty powerful in that locker room. And so hopefully, hopefully we don't get to that point because that might be an ugly time for Dennis Lindsay and the group.
2: Ryan, as I think of this question, it's so weird to me because this feels so long ago. But Dennis Lindsay talked about how the last few games before everything came to a halt, he felt like the team was taking a turn and really starting to hit its stride. Uh, and, and playing as best uh, their best basketball of the season. Did you agree with that take?
3: Yeah, like one, I loved how Dennis just kind of threw that in, and it was like you could just tell he wanted to talk about basketball again. <laughs> like, like. That really had nothing to do with anything, but like it also was nice to hear. Um, yeah, they had a really good little road trip in the back east. They really did. They, they looked great in some of those games. Obviously, the competition wasn't always the best, but against that Boston team, they were they really kind of put them on put it on them. And so they they, they were looking good. They had found the bench unit that I thought really clicked, and Dennis mentioned that as well. Um, and so you no know, things things were looking good, and that's kind of how like I always said, like we didn't know how good this Jazz team was. We didn't know how good they were going to be. I I kind of always had a hunch that they were probably better built for a playoff run than a regular season run, or at least they they would care a little more. And so, yeah, we we still don't know how good the team was. Um, I I think it's crazy to think back to that day, like how it's like, man, it'll be interesting to see what Tony Bradley does against this Thunder team in the starting unit. And I was like... Yeah, just things that just went out the window immediately and just like you almost laugh at it. You're like, man, that was that was the issue back in the day. Like, how was Tony Bradley going to play that night? So, yeah, things have gotten weird. But, yeah, it was it was good to hear Dennis talk about basketball. It's good to think about basketball a little bit. And hopefully all those questions and answers can one day if we can actually, you know, find out what, what the answers really are in the next few months. If, you know, everything works out the way we
0: all hope it will be. Ryan, some people thought this whole season was a setup for next season anyway. Do you agree?
3: Yeah, I, I, I've heard that. I actually don't agree with that. Like, I think you almost have to look at it as two seasons, obviously, because this is kind of your team. There's not a lot you can do in the free agents market. You just don't have a lot of room. Like, you can bring it back, Jordan Clarkson, and that's kind of your move. And so, you no, know, like, I. But obviously, like, they'll probably be better next year, but... Like they've played the, continu- the continuation game before, and sometimes that doesn't always work out the best as you think it can. And so, no, like, I think you almost have to look at all the other teams too. I do think the Lakers will be better next year. I do think the Clippers will be better next year. So you can almost say- make the argument about the all this. this you can make the same- say the same things about most of the other teams. And so I almost thought that this year, if everything clicked well, might have been their best chance to kind of make a run, but obviously they should be better next year as well and so you, who knows? maybe there'll be a a bigger improvement from them than the other teams and so but again you just you don't know like i still don't know it was weird even talking to the other B writers like every game we would walk in you're just like we still have no idea how good this team is or if, even if it is good like and so and so yeah maybe that was always their plan it was this two-year plan get everyone right get everyone ready for what we have and then and be able to make a run at it, because I think Quinn's kind of shown that if he has time with players and with the group, that they do become better with the time, and so that might be one of those things. Is there
2: a team you think this, I guess, time off really benefits? Whew,
3: I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think, like, you would look at, like, a Joe Ingles. Like, he he looked pretty dead tired at the end there, and so this something like this might help. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, A team in general, uh, I I can't really think of one off the top of my head that would totally benefit from it. uh,
0: We've been thinking a lot about that, Ryan. We wondered if if the Lakers might be a good answer to that question because, you know, LeBron, uh, a little longer in the tooth now and would be able to get himself gathered for a postseason run. Uh, (laughs) uh, Some people thought the Clippers –
3: and I guess Giannis was coming back from an injury too, and so everyone's like, everyone that has a little bit of like, just cuts and bruises a little bit. Yeah, you think well, this might be the benefit. It's weird though to think like, how well will teams respond to? Because I can't imagine them giving them that long of a training camp there or period, and so it's like suddenly you're just jumping into like this high high intensity basketball, and that's actually like. Kind of scary for me to think about how many injuries we might see in the first couple of weeks back, just because we'll be in a playoff race or we'll be in a playoffs, depending on what they choose to do. That like it might not it might be a pretty wear and tear on your body. That it might something like this might help to other teams, but like if you're not playing consistently, like I can't imagine that helping anybody because it just is. Yeah, you're you're gonna take two rounds to get back into it, and then yeah. suddenly, who knows what happens? And so, yeah, but no, you're right. Like I think with the teams that are kind of beat up, that were injured, um, yeah, this will it gives them a chance to get healthy, and I like that might be detrimental to the Jazz because they really didn't have a lot of injuries coming into this. And, and which is kind of crazy to say because I feel like that's kind of been the mo for the Jazz. It's like only oh, they can get healthy lately, but um, and so yeah, that might have hurt them, and, I, and they were finding that momentum. And who knows how long it'll take for them to find that again? So yeah, it's, it's weird. It's all <laughs> that's what I always I, I go back to. It. It's yeah, this whole thing is so strange. There's so many hypotheticals and situations that you can think of, and it, in the end, it might not even matter because we might not even ever see the game again this season.
2: Ryan, I wanted to uh, ask you about your story that uh, came out yesterday. You had a chance to talk to our friend uh, Lori Kuhn uh, from Five for the Fight. Uh, tell us uh, yes. uh, tell us about that and the exciting things they're doing. I, th- I think it's so cool that that's the jersey patch for the Jazz.
3: Yeah, it really is. And, and credit to Qualtrics. I know, like, I think the whole big tech business right now is getting kind of beat up with the whole Test Utah thing. But, like, Qualtrics, I, I feel like it really is a cool thing, just dedicating it to cancer. Um what they're doing now is they're bringing fellows in. They're they're creating a fellowship to bring in six kind of young cancer researchers to just kind of go at this thing. and And it's interesting. And we talking to them. It's like they're almost attacking it like they attack the problem in their business. Like kind of said, like, hey, if we have a problem with. Any, any organization, it's like, we're just going to put our best and brightest minds at it to figure it out, and that's kind of the whole concept of what they're doing now, is like, let's get some innovative ideas and see if we can kill this thing, and, and I think it is cool, like, I, I know you look at these this, these diseases that just have been around and you kind of just accept them, and the fact that their goal is legitimately like, we just want to end cancer, we want to find a cure, I think that's it's a noble cause, uh, very and so yeah, like, it's cool that the jazz is associated with something like that, and that and that is very cool that it's on their patch. And you, you look around the NBA and you just see all the the random companies that are out there, and it's cool. that It's like all right, they're just they're supporting the cancer, the fight for cancer, or fight against cancer. So it, it is a cool association. It kind of goes right along with what the Jazz do. Just being good citizens and, like, they they want, it. like, you, you hear about the jazz DNA all the time, and I know it's just, uh, it's cliche all the way, but, like, they, they do truly believe it. The organization is just full of good people, and so it's, it's, it makes my job easier to do because it's like, cool, like, you guys are actually good people, and so you don't really have to worry about them just doing jerkish things all the time.
0: Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Jordan docuseries? series?
3: Oh man, I I think it's funny that more more so like the series itself is great, like it's been a great documentary, but I just love how it's like, it's bringing us all together like we're watching an event again, and that's what I really enjoy. Like, like I have like these, um, just like my live text with my friends, just talking about it. It's like okay, this is like we're watching an event, we're watching a sporting event again, and so it's crazy that we needed. The, it, I'm so happy that they brought this back early. But also, I was thinking about this, and it almost saddened me a little bit because this, was, I think, it was supposed to be you like right after the finals, and I'm like, man. That would have been a great day, like <laughs> but but no, it's been great. I'm I'm excited to see these next two weeks and how much the Jazz do play a role into it, because um, obviously they've uncovered some really fun stories, and so it'll be fun to see what they've uncovered about that '98 the '98 Finals and see see who like do we, do we get a John Stockton, Carl Malone, who 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 get who actually is going to be talking at this thing and what stories do we get to find out. So it'll be fun. Well, Ryan,
2: we appreciate it whenever you have a chance to drop by the Big Show. Thanks, man.
3: Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, stay safe out there. Back at you, buddy. Yeah, you too. That's
2: our friend uh, Ryan Miller from KSL.com. He covers the Jazz. You can also uh, follow him on Twitter, at MillerJRyan.
0: How much do you think the Jazz will play a role in the final uh, episodes?
2: Oh, I, I think a lot, right?
0: You would think so. I mean, especially the last one, or the last couple, because they're building up. It's funny how it jumps around, you know, it's building up in that 98 season to the big finish and then it jumps back in time. And so if you're building up to this finish, wouldn't you emphasize that finish at the end? It'll probably be, well, (laughs) no big surprise. It'll be Jordan centric, but you got to give the jazz some limelight, don't you?
2: And uh, does Michael Jordan run down Brian Russell like usual? Yes. That's happening, hey,
1: right? That, that, that's, yeah. That's happening 100%. They'll ask him, was it a push-off or something? He'll yeah. say something about B-Russ, and that'll be yeah,
2: that. Who was it? One of our Daily Assist guests came on, though, and made a really good point that the Jazz fans might not hate it because all the opponents in this have Actually, been – Actually, was per- still Rosenthal. Was it Phil? He said, said they, they, they-,
1: they made the rivals and the opponents out to be very, very tough to overcome. Well, yeah. except for yeah.
0: Isaiah
2: Thomas. Well, they – And they,
0: except for – Dan Marley, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, except Dan Marley.
2: Well, I mean, it, more, I, Isaiah Thomas, they didn't knock his game like he was a good basketball player. Jordan just didn't like him. And uh, the Dan Marley thing was just uh, to motivate Jordan to go out there and whoop him. But it made, like, they made the, the Pistons, the bad boys, seem almost overcomable in order to give Jordan the credit. It that took him
1: 16 years so to beat the craves, Pistons. Yeah, or
2: whatever. <laughs> No other player in history could have beat this team. <laughs> so I bet they portray the Jazz as pretty good.
0: In some cases, they've uh, pit they've pitted one opponent against another, like that whole Craig Elo, Ron Harper thing. <laughs> I should have been covering him. <laughs> and Craig Elo is going, that's a bunch of bull. Oh, well, we'll see how it turns out. But the Jazz, I imagine at the end, will be the co-stars.
2: Well, I don't know about co-star. I okay, think, I think supporting a, uh, actors. I think a theme of this whole thing has been that uh, Jordan has no co-stars. That it's <laughs> it's Jordan, and, and then it's everyone else. And how dare you, if you're Clyde Drexler, even suggest that you're even in the realm of as good as Michael Jordan? Because he's and gonna go w- he
0: has he's missed one shot in the entire series so far. Yeah, just six one. episodes as a, so, yeah. as a
1: rookie. Yeah, as a rookie, missed one shot. You know what we're not going to see is the Dick Bavetta stuff. They're not going to show that. No, no. They won't show the shot clocks calls with uh, Ron Har- Harper and Howard Eisley. No, for no, sure. no, 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 no. Those didn't happen.
2: I do like how they uh, did show that uh, Magic was ripping on him for getting all the calls. That did make me laugh. Because you do, and we talked about this the other day, Gordon, you do forget that Michael Jordan got every call. But even then, they let Jordan have the last laugh.
1: They let his trash talk... This is the '90s now, baby. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah the, the
2: final g- say. Let that. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's... You don't think that they're going to show Carl uh, Malone getting the phone call from the uh, the game warden or whoever the heck it was, saying, "Hey, Carl, uh, we got a we got a cougar that's trapped in its den right now. Get on down here and go hunting." Hmm. Do you guys remember that? No. Vaguely. Yeah, Carl bagged his first cougar. Well, I <laughs> mean, you know. Shot, shot, shot the first one uh, when when he was notified that the uh, cougar was in its den. So he went down there and got him. That I think that during happened. the finals. I think so. Huh. It was during the playoffs. I might. Have, I don't know if it was the finals or not. To be quite honest, but uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see through Jordan's lens what that final series was like because we all lived it here. But we didn't live it through his eyes. So that's, and nice. that's, believe it, that's the way it's going to be.
2: All right. Stay tuned. Well, have more big show coming up next. Thanks to Ryan Miller for jumping on with us today. Not Sports Port at 450. David Locke at 5, 97.5 and 1280
3: the zone. The Man, 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 woman. Walking down the street. Pretty woman.
1: We're at the mercy of the, our federal and uh, state government. I mean, that's what we're at the mercy of. We have to make sure that their states are open, and we have to make sure that there are plenty of tests and that we're not endangering anyone. And once we figure those things out, I think we'll be back. But, I, I mean, God, that would be great if we could be back by then, wouldn't it?
2: Gordon, that was your manager, your leader, Joe Girardi, manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. News coming out of baseball today. Uh, pitcher for the Cleveland Indians, Trevor Plouffe? Former pitcher Trevor Plouffe uh, sent out this tweet. He said, want some good baseball news? I just heard from multiple, multiple sources that on June 10th, Spring Training 2 will start. July 1st will be opening day and all teams will be playing at their home ballparks. Uh, Gordon, this is something you alluded to early in the 3 o'clock hour when we're talking about the wheels starting to get into motion a little bit. There's at least one report about uh, something set for Major League Baseball. We'll see if it turns out to be true.
0: Yes, and uh, look, if, if they can do it safely, wouldn't you take July 1st in a heartbeat? I mean, holy cow, that, that seems optimistic to me, but uh, any sports fan would take it if they could get it. Um, and then I also mentioned to you that the Bundesliga, the Pro League in Germany, the Soccer League over there, which is one of the best leagues in the world, uh, is uh, planning on getting started, uh, uh, restarted in uh, in May. So they were waiting for government approval over there, and I guess uh, the report I read said they'd gotten it. So, uh, and then we already talked about South Korean baseball, and my Bears are off to a one and one start. Your your what are yours? The Dragons, the, the, or the something? Heroes, the Heroes. <laughs> are two and zero. And Austin is bringing up the rear with an zero and two team that uh, nobody cares about. Get your like jokes Sam- in now.
2: The Samsung cell phones or whatever. No, they're, they're the Lions. They they their logo even looks like the Detroit Lions logo. See, they come
1: in like a lamb, but they end like a lion. See, so get your jokes. The problem in
0: now. is that they've been coming in like a lamb and going out like lamb like chops. you knew that yeah, before like,
1: two minutes ago. You've even been following.
0: And by hey, the way, you didn't even know Girardi was with the Phillies. And these we're, types Well, of... we, yes, I did. <laughs> and we, look, let me tell you. Uh, I am I'm catching up with what's going on in South Korean baseball. Ah, um, yeah, because this is what we're, we're dealing with now. Where do the Duon Giants play? And and probably in uh, they they play in uh, in uh, Shanghai, don't they? Isn't that that China? China. <laughs> I don't think oh, yeah, Shanghai's right. in South they, they, Korea, they, oh, Gordon, wait, wait, and it's Doosan, it. not Duwon. I got it. They play. They play in Pyeongchang or Pyeongpyeong. No, that's North Korea. Yeah, that's North Korea. Uh, uh, hold on here. And I'm they're the bears, bears, not the Giants. They, they play. <laughs> they play in the in in a suburb of Seoul.
2: Yeah, that's do they? That's true. Is it true? No, <laughs> didn't it take you long. long enough to Google
0: it. Oh, no, I was just oh, I didn't Google it. I was just toying with you guys. Come I on. see.
2: Yeah, you thought Shanghai was. Who in do South they Korea? share the stadium with? <laughs> which oh, they, which uh, rival?
0: Uh, I think it was the, the Dragons, right? No, no, the LG oh. Twins. Everyone knows oh. that.
2: Yeah, where are you at, Gordo?
0: Why? Why do they call that team the Twins? Are, are there twin cities there in in Korea?
2: Mm. I don't know uh, uh, out of the three of us though, I don't feel like your your hold on South Korean geography is is really strong on this one
0: well i I pride myself in knowing my geography, but Shanghai's gotta... in South Korea <laughs> no I was kidding around. Come on, <laughs> what do you take me for? You were not uh, I've got to brush up a little.
2: Where does your I'm favorite South Korean baseball team play? Milan,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Johannesburg.
2: <laughs> oh man!
0: All right. How many you? How many cities in South Korea can you name well, without googling it? So right now,
2: that's it.
1: Yeah. In, in, in Pyongyang, or however you say. That's it. North oh. Korea.
0: No. Oh, well, whoops. <laughs>
1: That's the bad. That's the bad side. That's right? the other side. And they, they
2: could play baseball in North Korea, but I don't think we have any idea. <laughs> that's
0: true. Well, they they are known for you know hitting the long ball there, you know, <laughs> bombs away.
2: No, <sighs> that is terrible. We've got to we've got to get you around people again, Gordon.
0: Who's the dude over there who's running that country? What's his name again? Kim Jong Un. Yeah, see now they he made an appearance in public. He did, but he, was it really him or was it? a It poster? looked a
1: little weekend at Berners, though. Two guys <laughs> holding him up by either elbow. He's a pretty big dude. I don't <laughs> With know
0: sunglasses on.
1: Could he's two a big hold dude? Yeah,
2: that's that's what they were saying. Like he's he's very they they downplayed on TV, but he's actually like three hundred pounds.
0: Well, yeah, he's, he's 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 wide, but he's not really tall, is he? No, he's like five five. But I hear his sister is a tough egg.
2: I have no idea. The, the the only thing I know about her is people were talking about her being next in the line of succession. I hear she's a Dusan Bears fan myself. So Loves the Bears.
0: <laughs> no. Shouldn't care about those teams down south. <laughs> Team down south. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
2: Oh, All right. Well, anyway, uh, we just know that Austin's team is is losing. Stop but it! the way that uh, you keep talking, Gordon, this is these types of bets have not always gone well for you. You know,
0: no, they haven't. But I got them on this one. When this you think team, it's a Gary, his team has no pitching. They've given up like twenty eight runs in like. A, you have no games.
1: idea. I can't wait to make this a promo
2: when they lose everything. <laughs> oh, just, uh, I just. <laughs> Anybody but the Bears. You got no, anybody chance but, but the team, Bears.
0: I'm telling you right now, your team sucks. It's not your fault. You picked them. That's your. That's the part that you get the blame. But the you know they have been no good for a long time.
2: All right. Coming up next, we have the not sports report. Stay tuned. Uh, we're going to Korean geography coming up. We're going to talk to our friend Sandy from Mickey Couture coming up here momentarily. Oh, we're going to talk to Christine today. Uh, never mind. I thought we were talking to Sandy. We get Christine again today. Gordon, uh, for the perfect Mother's Day gift, the Minky Couture blanket. You were talking yeah. about uh, getting uh, getting things moving with a Minky yesterday. How uh, did you yeah, decide yeah. to do it? Oh, or, man, or, man, we, can we not ruin anything? anything? A- yeah, uh. I'm not giving anything away. Well, you know. All right. Uh, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us from Minky Couture, she's our friend Christine. Hi, Christine. How are you?
4: Hello. Thank you for having me back.
2: Hey, it's great to have you back. It's great to get the word out about the perfect Mother's Day gift.
4: It, yeah, it is. The, it is good to get the word out. And, you know, I feel like I'm just doing every man and woman in the state of Utah, within the sound of my voice, I'm doing them a good service. Like, they're going to be the hero on Sunday when they give the best Mother's Day gift ever.
2: Absolutely. And you guys are, are making it e- easy, even in these tough times.
4: So easy. Just give us a quick call. We'll help you f- pick out the perfect blanket, find what you want online, call our stores. We take your payment over the phone. We walk it out to your car. It's it's as easy as curbside delivery.
0: <laughs> Plus, I'll say one, I will say one thing, though, Christine, the toughest thing Is figuring out which one you want because the selection is so vast and 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 man, there's a you got a lot of product there and it's we have a
4: lot yeah we have a lot of product and you know what Gordon our blankets are going fast it's we're getting a little nervous so I would I would tell anyone listening today get in today don't wait till Saturday at seven thirty get in get in today and the deal's the same. You get the same deal. Zone 50 for 50% off. Um, don't delay.
2: I was going to say, no wonder they're going so quickly. That's a great deal. Zone 50 and it, 50% off. It's amazing.
4: It is a great deal. And there's a blanket for everyone.
0: And let me just uh, say this, because I have I have uh, a Minky Couture blanket right here in front of me right now. And, and guys uh, who have never uh, actually had one of these blankets or got one for one of your loved ones i'm telling you once you if you touch this thing you will find out in a hurry that it's about as snugly as it gets and uh, yeah. I, I think the both the men and the women in your lives whoever you are out there this is this is really something exceptional at least that's been it, my experience with it.
4: it it really is and you know what we've had a couple comments before like oh my gosh why are they so expensive Well, they're really not that expensive if you calculate what dinner would be, and you can't even take your mom to dinner, or, you know, a potted plant, or it really is something she will use every single day. They wash up great, they're long-lasting, and especially during these crazy times when moms aren't just being moms, they're being the school teacher, the therapist, the um, referee, the entertainment they need just a few minutes to escape to themselves and have a timeout.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well, thank you very much, Christine, for jumping on with us. Zone 50 is what you need to mention to get that 50% off, and we'll send our listeners your way.
4: Perfect. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Of course, locations in Layton, Ogden, Draper, Orem, and St. George. Take care of the moms out there. No better way to do it than with a Mickey Couture blanket.
0: All right. And, now, and don't forget, when you give... You get. It's not about when you that. You give, you
2: get. What are yeah. you getting on Mother's Day?
0: Well, I'm just, you get love. You get appreciation. You get, it's one thing to give a gift, Jake. And listen to me, because I'm about to give you some good count here. It's one thing to give a gift that, that, that you just, after a few days, you throw away or you forget about. Uh, th- this blanket, and you know this because you got a bunch of them. I do. It's it's kind of unforgettable. It's one of those gifts you do not forget. You don't just put it away. You use it every day.
2: I plan on using one tonight, in fact.
0: After you build another bonfire in your in your uh, driveway?
2: I don't think we're going to have another fire in the driveway today. That was yesterday. Today's okay. more low-key. All right. Just a, a minky and some uh, Netflix. Netflix.
0: Now, do you give a gift to your wife as the mother of your children?
2: I
1: do.
0: Do you include her? I do. Okay, good. Why? Because some people say she's not my mother. They say my mother's my mother. No. But uh, don't think that way.
2: Because it, it sounded like you were leading me somewhere where you, you were going to be extremely judgy. But I gave you the right answer.
0: You did give me the right answer. Right. And then some, Sometimes there's a right answer, sometimes a wrong answer. You gave the right one. So for all the fellows out there, remember that.
2: So yes, on getting a spouse, a Mother's Day gift. No, on celebrating your birthday any other day but your birthday. Indeed.
0: Well, you can celebrate it. Unless you're you. you... No. you... (laughs) You can celebrate it on your birthday, but don't celebrate it on another day and then not celebrate it on your birthday. See, there was a misunderstanding between what we said. You thought I was saying. Uh, the 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 former and I was really saying it's okay to celebrate on another day but you can't you got to make sure that you have a, a major major celebration on the actual day that That's
2: is what I mean. not what you said but the not sports report is <laughs> so coming it, up next it's what I meant stay tuned 97.5 and 1280 the
1: zone check this out and now your not sports report on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network
2: Ooh, every day I wake up, pour myself a cup of that rich Folgers aroma. The best part of waking up, it's the do I do I feel all I
3: do, the Mountain to aroma always coming, always coming through. Oh, the best part of waking up. In your
2: now I'm man, picking Rockapella for Band of the Day was pretty much the best decision ever. Time you the, know, what? I, doubt,
0: I doubted you on that call, but I gotta admit, these guys are pretty good, huh?
2: Yeah, it's
1: Rockapella, man. Now that's history. Really Gordon approving of your Band of the Day yeah,
0: choice. Yeah, that never happened. Well, I was just surprised. I didn't think they were going to be any good, but they are.
2: I love it that it was a jingle that brought you around, too. No, I was thinking that during the other all right, ones, too. Okay. Time for the Nod Sports port brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, com. David Locke joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But until then, Gordo, where are we going today?
0: Well, we're going to Reality Town.
2: Was that in uh, Illinois?
0: <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's all around. But, Jake, let me ask the question to you this way. Who is responsible for most of the tasks that are to be done around your house? My wife and I? I know, yeah. How would you break that down between you and Naz?
2: What define tasks?
0: Just housework. Let's call it that way.
2: Uh, I think we keep it pretty even.
0: Uh, how about child care when you're both at home?
2: I think we keep it pretty even.
0: Now, this is what I expected to hear from you. Okay. Austin, you want to take a crack at it? No, we
1: uh, we have, like, specific rules about uh, I don't like to uh, empty the dishwasher, and she does not like to wash the dishes. So I wash and load,
0: and she unloads and puts away. So what percentage are you putting it that uh, you handle?
1: On the household chores? Yes. I, I Honestly, I think it's probably, like, 55, 45. You can swing it either way depending on the day.
0: Who who are you? Okay, so in other words, 50-50.
1: Sure. Some days I do a little more. Some days she does a little more. I'll tell you this: yeah. when it comes to childcare, over the last six weeks, she's got me beat in a landslide. Yeah, me too.
0: When you're both there.
1: Oh no! Oh no! Well no no. When I'm when I'm there, I'm I'm very conscious of you. Go do what you want to do. You've been home all day with the kid. I got
0: her.
2: What are are you setting up here? You need to answer the question (laughs) first, by the way.
0: (laughs) Sir. Gotcha. I got you guys because you said exactly what men say. They did a study on this, and this was published in the New York Times. We know it can't be fake news. It must be real. The failing New York Times, yeah. Nearly half of men say they do most of the homeschooling uh, with their kids. And here's the kicker. 3% of women agree. All right. but that's not what we said. I know. I'm not done yet. Uh, 70% of women say they uh, uh, that they're fully or mostly responsible for housework. And Uh, let's see. Uh, men greatly disagree. They, twenty percent of the men, say that uh, their spouses do most of that work. So there seems to be a disagreement here. There must be truth somewhere, but women—they—they they greatly disagree with men as far as how much, who's doing what amount of work. But men. Almost, Studies have shown over the long haul that men always overestimate. Not always, I'm talking about in a group sense, not individual cases. But all, they always think they're doing more than they actually are. According to women. Now, uh, well, I think this is what they found through studies.
2: Oh, they said according the professors to women?
0: In, one of the professors involved in, in this uh, study is from the University of Utah. But anyway, uh, they think that they've come to a conclusion that it's a greater percentage of women who do the work around the house and that men always think they're doing more than they are.
2: I believe that that's true with your household.
0: No, it's no, no. In my in my case, I am I'm pulling my weight.
2: Nobody believes that.
0: But I knew you guys were going to say it was fifty fifty, and you're full of it.
2: What? I, they didn't interview me for any study. What do I have to do with that? <laughs> yeah.
0: That they, what they've established here is that men are liars or overestimators. Uh,
2: now I'm, you're calling me a liar? Yeah. You, I welcome you to put a webcam in
1: my house, and I stand by my statement.
0: I want all. the I just am not going to be lectured on right this
2: now. by Gordon by no, five diaper no, Monson. Want, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to hear it. Not for one second.
1: All the all the quote the whatever study you there. want. Where's the bread? And by the way,
2: what year did they do this study? 1955. How do you close
0: no, the freezer? <laughs> no, yeah, I can't help you with the artwork. Did, I
2: gotta write a column.
0: No, they did it in April. <laughs> <laughs> so we got I'm just you. Saying we got you, Gordon. All the to... guys out there, you think you're doing more than you are, and we probably well, there's no. You know what they call that, it. Gordon? We, That's we called need sexism. To do more.
2: And uh, I'm not going to stand for it. I don't well, want to I'm hear saying, any I'm of saying, your I don't
0: want to hear any of your sexist studies either. Hey, it's in the New York Times, it must be true.
2: What the Donald. Uh, they're sexist? Donald, Donald. What the what does Donald Duck have to do with this?
0: <laughs> I, can you do a, a Donald Duck? No, that was it. <laughs> can you? <laughs> can, you <laughs> can you, Gordon? No, I can't, Let's but hear my it. kids love it. Let's hear no, it. No, my, my brother-in-law could do it, and they from the time they were two years old, they always begged him to do the Donald Duck impersonation. Austin, you got it. Let's hear it again. That's all I can do.
2: <laughs> I just want to hear Gordon try.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have no, the guts. I, can't. I, I, can't. <laughs> I don't have the loose lips for that. <laughs> but uh, I thought that was interesting, that guys on the whole think they're doing more than they are. And I figured you guys probably is
1: Lisa available? Campberry. I have a couple questions for. Her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might be true. Sure, That's likely true. I'm in sure your she, home? No, I think she would back me on on the percentage. You. That I do around what about the house?
2: diapers question? Of yeah, old, right? She said you did she five total, it. five she total would, diapers. Would, and you, of the the person who has the opinion that, that the sandwiches that are made for you taste better.
0: Yeah, but I don't, it doesn't matter. What, I'm not preferring. And somehow to my wife, you've married the one person great- alive
2: that likes to do laundry
0: <laughs> and yard work.
2: Yeah,
0: that came from her, not from me.
2: It came from her. her. I, I said she confirmed she liked doing laundry. She she is the one person alive who enjoys doing laundry.
0: Well, in the true, in the, in, the, in the spirit of truth telling. I'd, I'd say I'd put mine at about forty percent, and uh, you guys are at fifty. But you're lying. I'm telling the truth. So that's the difference.
2: Not a chance. You're at forty. Not a 30? chance. Not a chance. You're in. 30. You're in double digits.
0: <laughs> double? You think I'm five I'll,
1: percent? I'll give them eleven.
2: No. I'll give them eleven. No. I, I'm six and a half. <laughs> You thought you told us on this show once that you thought the house magically cleaned itself. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, you did. I you didn't. talk about how your house is always just clean, magically. It, well, it is,
0: it, well, not magically, but it is.
2: Somebody's cleaning it, right?
0: Yeah. That somebody wife. is, is not you. you. Uh, if, well, you're probably right. Uh, but but I, I do help out here and there. Let's say it that way.
2: The New York I Times. I gave you 6.5%. <laughs> and yeah, New York Times. Take that somewhere else. <laughs>
0: Men always <laughs> overestimate the amount they're doing. Stay, I thought that was funny.
2: Stay tuned. David Locks next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.